Welcome, everybody, to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 265 of our show. I'm joined this week and every week with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who thinks that KD is going to come to the Knicks. It is Cicero Hopeful Holmes. How are you doing, sir? Uh, KD has joined the Knicks. It's it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Put it in the what? bank. Put it in the bank. Okay, you have, that's, you, have, you need some empirical evidence that this so, is going to happen. So, all right. So here's here's the thing, right? First thing, first part of this this plan was KD left OKC to go to Golden State. He won himself two championships. He's about to win a third championship. He's got a couple of final MVPs. He is good now. Everyone can call him a champion, but now he gets to work on his legacy. How, what better way? to work on his legacy than to come to New York and win a championship in New York with Kevin Knox, with Kristaps Porzingis, with Zion Williamson, KD, and maybe even Kyrie uh-huh. and Kristaps. Chris Triple K's. KKK, here we go. There's, there's the empirical wow. evidence. Wow. Done. Did you just say KKK? Yep, done. We we gonna make America great again. What? Oh my! Oh my God! (laughs) Oh my God! What is is happening here? I'm back, baby. Oh my God! This guy's gone for a week. Comes back, maga in. Just what? What is this? What is going Uh, on? This hat is like my cape. Oh, Jesus Christmas. Anyway, also join my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes science look good, the man who makes math look good, the man who makes STEM look good, the man who makes tutoring look good, and also the man who makes mini froze look good. It is Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm just wondering how much VC Cicero has to make this happen in reality to make his <laughs> his his uh NBA 2K GM trade of KD to the Knicks actually happen. No, How it's not a trade. Do you need? He's he's going to be a free agent. He's going to be oh. a free agent. We'll have Przingis. We'll actually have 4Ks. We'll have Przingis. Um we have money. The Knicks have money for possibly two uh two t- max players. We will be terrible so we'll be in the lottery. And We've already got a lottery pick in Kevin Knox. So Przingis, KD, possibly Kyrie, Zion Williamson. You're a madman. It's happening, baby. It's happening. You are a madman. It is happening. Okay. First of all, the Baron of Bourbon has moved over to Moonshine. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have no clue where that prediction came from. Look, look. My heart just fluttered when you said it, because then we get the new version of the Twin Towers. Yes, sir. We we get a new version of like Larry Johnson on crack with Zion. Yep. And that means that with all that, yep, we'll still have a coach that no one has ever heard of. Oh, he's dope. He's dope though. Oh I my like gosh, him, yeah. I like oh, I like coach him because you know what? Yo. He, yeah, coach Fizz, coach Fizz right now is the kind of dude who's just like. I don't yeah. care. Everybody gets to play. Yeah. I think the players like him too. Yeah, like, yeah. He's yeah. he's a players coach. Yeah, he's they, a players they coach. play for him. They play for yeah. him. Well, that's not the reason you came here. You didn't come here for the Knicks breakdown moment. But uh, even though you kind of did, yeah, you, you uh, got it though. You got it. You'll you got see, it. You'll though. see the wisdom in my ways. That's quite if, if a any of those things, that's all I got. Yeah. If if any of those things come true, 
any one of those things come true, I will buy Cicero Holmes the game of his choice in 2019. Bow. I will, I will, I will do it. If, Dreams, if, baby. If, K, if KD comes here, that means he has to get a new lineup coach. Yeah, because his joint is wrecked right yep. now. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that's part of the other reason he's gonna come to New York just to get his lineup. Yes, <laughs> yo, his haircut, yo, his joint will always be tight. Man, the Dominicans with the razors, yo, he's is, gonna be good. There are plenty of black barbers in Oakland. I'm, I'm sure they that that can hook him up. You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, all I all I know no is that KD's K, the top of KD's head right now looks like the Galapagos, Galapagos Islands. Shit <laughs> <laughs> is all over the place. <laughs> A man need Jesus. Anyway, uh, thank you all for coming through this week and every week. Uh, it was a wonderful show last week. We had a we had a fun time. We missed our brother Cicero uh, on the show, but we did have lots of fun. It was great to be able to post the picture of Ryu. Yes. Doing a Hadouken <laughs> with a jar of Vaseline coming out of his hands. That was a fantastic episode. It was what super he does. fun. Super fun to do that. Uh, but this week we have a we have a couple of news stories that we want to dig into because it's been a pretty interesting news week. Um, if you've been playing any of the new games that have been out in the past couple of weeks, um, I know we talked a little bit about the uh, uh, launch of Red Dead last week, right? Um, and we also kind of delved a little bit, not a lot, into the conversations around Fallout seventy six. Um, but this week has been a I don't I don't even know what a bigger term for a shitstorm is than a shitstorm plus. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. It's like a shitstorm with like a Kingdom's Heart Kingdom Heart like a uh, tagline with it. You get like extra extra words and extra numbers in it. This <laughs> is just to add to the layer of like what the hell's going on. But if you've been playing Fallout 76, I know there are lots of folks who have not been having a great time with it because of the bugs that Bethesda has left in the game and some of the stuff that has kind of just gotten into the mix. Um, And those things have been really interesting to watch the quote unquote fallout uh, from after uh, those things being in the world. Um, That's why he's worse. That's why he's a captain. Only he can say that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm saying. So with all that happening, uh, it looks like fans are not excited and have decided to get the law into uh, into the mix by jumping into a possible class action lawsuit over Fallout 76. Um, see, did you, I know you said that you uh, read the article that was right. on Game Informer, or at least perused it. Um, what are some of your thoughts about the ideas of, of this class action lawsuit and kind of why... This has become a thing. Well, uh, let's let's talk facts first, right? So, yep. so facts are um, Fallout seventy six launched objectively broken, right? Or right, um, and they you know, so broken that they released a fifty six gig patch. Yep. Um, <laughs> once right. the game was launched, uh, which is basically a whole new game, and it still didn't fix it. Um, mm. and, and this, you know, this game is, is online only, uh, you know, persistent online. There have been all sorts of really buggy things that are going on and gamers. There have been a contingent of gamers that have gone back to Bethesda and said, Hey, we want our money back. This game is broken. We want our money back. And Bethesda said, you know, get out of my face. You downloaded the game. I don't care. Go away. 
Um, so they went and told their mommies, um, and their mommies are lawyers and, uh, <laughs> they, you know, they, uh, that part is editorialized, not necessarily facts. Um, but they, <laughs> they, they, um, you know, create this class action lawsuit to try and get their money back. So that's, those are, those are the facts. The, the feelings on that, um, my feelings on this is it's kind of twofold, and and I you know I'd really be interested to hear from Reef with regards to um, how he feels about this because he's already gone through this, um, and and be, with Batman Arkham Knight, um, oh, yeah. where where Jeez. the game, yeah, where the game launched broken much in the right. same way uh, that this game did, and Warner Warner Brothers finally. Pulled the game off the store out of the Steam store, um, and then and then gave you know gave people a bunch of different things, and then re-released the game and patched it and did all this stuff. Um, it's a little bit different here though for me because Bethesda games are broken fundamentally, like that's part of their charm. This took it to another level, but like if you're buying Bethesda games, you kind of have to like. This is kind of what you get, specifically Bethesda open world games. Um, Skyrim was buggy on certain consoles. Every Fallout game is buggy. Um, you know, there there's all sorts of crazy stuff that winds up happening with these games. So, like, y- you kind of have to expect that stuff. Uh, I don't know if you have to. Well, I mean... Well, so, so so the Arkham Knight uh, comparison is a little different because Arkham Knight launched on Steam, right? And the whole reason Warner Brothers took it off the store was because people kept getting refunds for oh, it, right? So they sold all these games, and then I'm guessing I don't know I don't know if they have to pay the refunds out themselves or or what, but it was enough that they thought that it would be less damage to them to just remove it instead of having to process all the refunds as, and I think part of them taking it off the store wasn't cause they felt bad about it was cause there were so many refunds that like, they were like, fuck it. Um, so the thing here is that fallout 76 on the PC, at least did not release on steam. Um, it, it only released on, on the Bethesda launcher. And that launcher has a very explicit, uh, refund, policy which is basically everything is fucking final right. unless there is none the yeah exactly. refund policy is exactly. there is none <laughs> yeah 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 all they have is like unopened items so that means if you buy like a physical thing right. from them and you don't open it then you can like uh, refund that and y- you know what stop fucking buying day one games okay stop it i think this lawsuit is complete bullshit um i think sometimes you go in early and sometimes you got to take the l i agree that the game is not you know there's a lot of bugs a lot of crashes a lot of all that shit um but i don't think a lawsuit is the way to go i think the way to till i go is wow let's fucking wait a couple of days to figure out if this game is actually worth buying um so i think people just gotta take that l um in my opinion for it even though the game is broken 
Um, I think that <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta know what you're getting if you're buying it from Bethesda. You gotta know what the policies are, and if you if you didn't read it, which I'm sure most people didn't. I know I did, I didn't read it when I got it. Um, it's like you know shame on you for uh, right. doing that. So. Well, I I did not buy the game partially because of this because Bethesda games are broken. Um, yes. In my head, if if an if Bethesda's making an open world game, I expect it to be broken. I want to hear what how broken it is before I even think about purchasing the game. Yeah, yeah, and and um, actually, so when I because I got I forgot I pre ordered Fallout seventy six because on the show, if like if like you remember, I was like, yo, it just doesn't seem like something that I would get. I forgot I pre ordered it when I first heard about it. So I. <laughs> So I pre-ordered it thinking it was going to come out on Steam, you know? Right. Um, so, I, so I pre-ordered the PC on, like, Amazon. This is, like, back when they gave you that huge discount when you pre-ordered games. Um, so when they shipped it, it had a, a code, and I looked, and it wasn't a Steam code. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh. And then I saw that it wasn't on Steam. Um, you know, so I think that that's part of it is that I think if they had a refund policy, I think less people – would be mad and this is bad press for them i think it'd be a better learning for bethesda to you know have some faith in your products and have a refund policy even if it's like you know um i think steam steam is like you can refund it in the first couple of hours or the first couple of weeks like whichever one comes first you know um so they need to you know they need to do something like that because it looks bad on them and i also think it looks bad on this fucking people trying to sue them for you buying their broke broke ass product. <laughs> What's also interesting is the fact that you have <clears throat> this whole kerfuffle happen with all the people trying to get their money back, which was compounded with the fact that Bethesda basically went dark for the first couple of days when everybody started to see all the stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think it took, what, maybe a week to get that first initial patch out? Or was it a couple of days? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was, it was closer to a week. Yeah, yeah. It was and, like... Yeah. And and it sucked because that 56 gig patch... So I already yeah. had the game installed. That means I needed another 50 gigs free right. to get rid of the other 50 gigs to, to like replace the 50 gigs in there. So like it was basically you were reinstalling the game, but you had to have twice the space for the game. Right. It was, it was just fucking annoying. <laughs> so so you have that, right? You have the whole uh kind of ghosting on their whole community by <laughs> by the people who were supposed to be kind of, you know, weathering that storm and making sure that folks were okay. Then they issued an apology. Basically they were like, you know, uh we know that you're frustrated and angry. Uh, you know, whether it's issues that you're running into in the game and lack of communication about fixes and updates. Uh they posted on a Reddit thread. Um, they said they didn't want to uh, be out. They didn't want silence to 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 mean that anything was was wrong, or that, that things weren't happening. Um, but they're sorry and that they wanted to do better. Right mm-hmm. then, uh, a a a, pl- a person who reached out to support uh, about the power armor edition, which got you the game, it got you the helmet uh, for the power armor, and Suckers. it has this really dope um uh bag that was supposed to come with it that i think was made out of 
It's a canvas. It's a canvas. It was a it was a canvas back. Right. It was made out, so out of people... the skin of irradiated uh, people. <laughs> <Right>. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a rad roach, right. rad roach bag. Yeah, rad roach bag. <laughs> um, and then folks were like, "Yo, this does not look like what was supposed to be given out in the special edition. What up with that?" So they reached out, and this one person reached out and was like, "Hey, why did I get a nylon bag as opposed to a canvas bag?" Mm. And the person who responded, who was doing the customer support, was like. We basically ran out of materials and it was too expensive and there's nothing we can do about that. We're not going to do anything about it. Wow. (laughs) So that happens. Then somebody from the Fallout uh, community or from the Fallout team tweeted out. They said that we understand and respect that there's disappointment with the bag and the power armor edition. We are sorry. Please contact with us to support to provide proof of your purchase. And what we'll do as compensation is we'll give you 500 atoms of in-game credit, <laughs> yeah. whatever the in-game currency is, which equals about like $5 Yeah. to anybody who wants that, who wants that stuff. It can't be. It's got to be more than five bucks. I don't know. I think it's maybe five bucks. I mean, we, we may have to, I may have to retract that later, but it, right. it was not probably the same amount of money that that bag would have been worth right. at all. Um. So then the whole, the internet took a shit on them for that. Then another update uh, per the Game Informer uh, article that that I'm reading from says that, hey, we're investigating the response from the Bethesda Gear store. This is, this is Bethesda speaking. Um, and the support team that, that answered that question or, or answered that inquiry was like, yo, that was a bad <laughs> response to that thing. It really was. <laughs> he said, he said uh, wait, what was the last part of that? Uh, wait. I think I, I just lost it because it was a different part of the different part of the thing. Uh, basically said so the oh we're sorry we're sorry about that you're not happy about the bag, yeah. Um, uh, and that we're looking into trying to do some re- recompense for that. No, no, it, it's, it's nuts. I mean, it they basically say due to unav- unavailability of materials, they had to switch to a nylon carrying case. Right. Yeah. It says we. Oh, we hope we don't. Hope this doesn't prevent anyone from enjoying what we feel is one of our best collectors' editions uh, that yeah. we put out so far. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. I hope they so, fire that support person uh, for telling I, the truth. No, but I mean, it was the word. Like they were very flippant, though. I'm. I mean, yeah. like, like I just looked at the at the uh, email, and it basically says like is it. It says the bag shown in the media was a prototype and was too expensive to make. We aren't planning to do anything about it. Like that was right. their reply to. The yeah, person. I mean, like, come on, man, fire. That was that was probably what someone told him, right, verbatim, and he copy and pasted, or they copied and pasted that response into the email to the customer. That is sure. Yeah, that that's the thing. That was definitely a water cooler moment, right? Um, that's like one of those things where you hear your boss say that shit. Yeah. And you I might think, be you might be salty that day and you're I like, know. Well, I don't care either. Right. I think I think he saw that in the group messenger at work and and, and was like, Yo, I'm copy pasting this joint in the email. <laughs> that's what happened. So so my question to both of you is with the way that this game has gone so far, 
And it's interesting. I saw a couple of different conversations online about, you know, people who are still having lots of fun with this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is tarnished? Not Bethesda as a whole, because I, no. I don't think that that's no really way. doable. But do you think that this is tarnished whatever the next product is? And do you think that this kind of really terrible release is going to hamper whatever the next game is that comes out? Not at all. I don't think at huh. all. I, th- I think people saw this from the beginning as an experiment, as, as like Bethesda fucking around with Destiny kind of shit. And as long as they don't try to do another kind of online-only open-world uh, game, I think people will forget about this as just a kooky thing that they fucked up on. Now, if mm. they keep trying to do this style of game, like if the next Elder Scrolls game is like a is like no narrative and just like and just like go, going around online only shit. Yes, I think people will be mad as hell because Bethesda clearly showed that they can't handle it. Um, not everybody can do every style of game, so I think as long as they get back to there, which I'm sure that they will with that um, that like space uh, that like new IP that they announced. Um, right. and the next elder, elder elder Scrolls, people will forget about this shit in like six months it'll it'll be like 76 n- never even existed i feel like yeah see what do you think uh i mean mostly what what reef said like here's the thing man they as long as they don't do a uh another on like or their next project is an online only game they're fine um i think i i don't think that they can um, that they are now uh, forbidden from trying this experiment again, and maybe even uh, this specific experiment in Fallout seventy six is not done. I mean, there are people with the game that are still going to be using those servers. So, and and those people are going to be a lot more forgiving than than the people you know than the majority of the people the people that they wind up losing. So they'll have the the. Uh, the freedom to kind of create an environment and systems that actually work within this world. And I, I think they, you know, they had a concept and they had uh, some ideas and, and clearly the, the marketing team or whoever was responsible for the release time release dates um, was much more aggressive than they were technically able to accomplish. But I think that they still have something out there that they believed was marketable that they can actually produce for the consumer. So uh, given time, they'll be able to, I think they'll be able to get there. Um, So this may still wind up being successful, but I don't think it's going to affect uh, people's thoughts about Bethesda in any real tangible way, except for one. And that is collector's editions. Um, Uh, That's a good, that's a good point. It's, you know, when you spend the price of damn near the price of a console on one game for all the goofy accoutrement that you could hang in your house. And one of the things that was promised is not given. And the response is, uh, Kai, you were wrong. It's not $5, 500 atoms. How much is it? It's $4.99 <laughs> worth of atoms. <laughs> so... I retract my statement. Uh, yes. So if you're giving me less than $5 for as uh, 
compensation for for not only not receiving the thing that I you know one of the items that was promised um and and uh in the purchase that I made the agreement that we that we made in me purchasing the this addition from you but also there is some sort of you know maybe it's it's negligible but there is some sort of mental anguish when you open the thing and you're like wait this isn't the bag that i thought i was going to get this is you know what is this shit like this isn't canvas am i bugging like let me go back and look oh no it does it says i'm supposed to be getting a canvas bag this isn't a canvas bag what the hell is this it's a can ass bag right exactly and what they say all right well here here's five bucks to use in the game that sucks so (laughs) like yeah well yeah fuck you fuck you guys and your collector's editions i don't care anymore i feel like the only only reasonable recompense to something like this is if you give every person who bought a ce edition who was upset a nuke in the game right like you were like fuck all the codes right fuck all that shit like we're gonna boost your level twenty levels, right? And let you fuck around with nukes. Yeah, right. You you got God mode now. You know yeah, what? Yeah. Something. What does that cost? What does that cost them? You yeah, know? right. Do, like do nothing. Some, like for yeah. one for one day, just let them go buck wild yeah. and do all the crazy shit that they want. Yeah. I just don't understand though from from Bethesda's standpoint, where everyone has been having these complaints about the engine. Everyone's been having complaints about the bugginess. Like, I, I don't know. If like I feel like Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls game, how far down the line that is, which is super far down the line, mm-hmm. may hopefully get a revamp in terms of the actual technical parts of that game. But I feel like with Starfield and stuff like that, I don't know if like I don't know like if Starfield looks like or Elder Scrolls looks like some version of this does this previous two games. How do you pay for that? Like, how do you buy that in good conscience? If they're just like, look, we've done so much cool stuff on the AI side. We've done all these really cool things with the, with the branching path stuff that we, that we've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it doesn't, you know, visually look different or that different, like they have to be working on something, right? They gotta be. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, a, a lot of these games are traditionally not the best looking games out there. Like the Mass Effects, I love them, but there there weren't like graphical powerhouses when they dropped. Uh, I say Skyrim, though. I think it wasn't the best best looking game out there, but it looked pretty good when it came out, and the remastered versions looked great. Like the GTA games have never well. GTA 5 and 4, I think, really upped the prowess. But in general, I don't think people think of GTA like like 3 and Vice City and San Andreas when they think of great-looking games. Like, I don't think they need um, to look... I don't think I, they need to I look would, spectacular. I would, dis- I would disagree with that. I would disagree okay. with that. What, what, do you, what do you have to say? <laughs> yeah, well, no, yeah, no, I would disagree up. with that. I would <laughs> disagree with that. I would, yeah. I was just a blanket ass right, disagree. Yeah, yeah this is, I just disagree <laughs> with Reef. So what do you um, think? I just disagree. I right. object. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that when um, when GTA 3 released, um, I don't think from a polygonal standpoint, from a, you know, like, a, within that, well, obviously there was really nothing... 
that preceded it that was anything like it except for maybe Super Mario World, uh, Super Mario 64, rather. Um, but when GTA 3 released, I think people were lauding the graphics in, I think, Vice City for for what those games were able to accomplish. There, yeah, there definitely were games that looked better when they were when they were released, but those games were very very limited in scope, and so I think that people definitely looked at those as technical achievements. Um, uh, I think that's secondary, again. though, is what I'm saying. Like uh, to to like a cause point, if this new game comes out and it looks like the remastered versions of Skyrim. But it has mm-hmm. all that other shit in it. I think people will be like, "Yeah, I'm in." Yeah, yeah. You know, because because people go into those for the narrative, right? For the story, for the past, for the for the AI, for all the crazy bugs and shit. You know, right. that you find out not Fallout type bugs, but you know, um, there's definitely a lot of bugs in in any of those open world kind of games. So, yeah, I, I think if it looked, I I don't think they need a huge increase. Now, it. It'll probably launch on the next generation of consoles, I think. So it probably will. Yeah. Will have it, it probably will by definition look better than anything that came before it. But you know, I, 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 I think the, I think as long as it looks good, I think that's fine for those kind of games. Yeah. It was interesting. I was looking at a, a quick video that came across my YouTube timeline, and it was of. Um, if you're if you're familiar with the modding scene in in Skyrim, you know that they do some fantastic, like super dope stuff. Right. Um, and I saw this this like HD is like, oh, it's an HD uh four no four K mod set for Skyrim. And the game looked so dope. I was like, man, it took three hundred plus mods to make it like that. Wow. But it looked like a next gen, quote unquote, next gen version of Skyrim. With like crazy HDR water and, and lights and, and all the stuff. And it was just like super beautiful to see what people who don't, who have like a vested interest in your product can do for your product. And I'm just like, why are you not snatching these people up? Like, yeah. why are you not snatching up this content and like getting that things to like re implement into some of your older games to like fit somewhere in your engine. It's not like we don't it's not like we don't understand that Bethesda does not have high res packs for all the stuff and all the assets that they have in their games. I just don't understand why that stuff never makes it into their actual game. Well, that's because there it took 300 people dedicated to making that game look that way to make it look that way on top of the work that was done to actually build the game. So all they did was it took 300 people to buff a thing out. Yeah, mm. I agree. On top of the, you know, hundreds of people it it took to actually make the thing. Yeah. So Good so point. you know, so maybe maybe Bethesda can afford to hire 100 of those guys. Sure. But 100 I'd of those okay. guys um isn't going to be enough. Maybe you know, maybe two hundred of them would be enough with their trained with the tools and they're given better, you know, better equipment to with which to work. Um, but at the same time, they can't afford, you know, another two hundred guys. Like yeah. you've got to be able to make the, the, the business justification for that. Yeah. Well we'll see what happens with the next game. I'm I'm I don't know. Like I feel like I still have to go back into that game and, and mess around with it some more. 
Um, because again, like I said on some other podcasts that, that were on this week, that like Fallout was great in terms of the lore that I was finding in, in 76. It just was so buggy and so like, you know, just just kind of boring in the day to day and then in the moment to moment stuff that even if you try to hunt down that lore, it just didn't feel worth it. So we'll see uh, if you have been playing it and having fun with it. I want to hear from you. Uh, let us know. We'll share the social media business at the end of the show and definitely hit us up about that stuff. Um, in terms of not being lonely, there is a wonderful article on Kotaku that's talking about um, the paradox of online games, friend finders or group finders. Um, and the uh, Cecilia who writes uh, the article over on that site um she talks about a couple of different versions of it. There's one in um, uh, Overwatch. Uh, there's another one that's in Final Fantasy. Um, and it's interesting to see her kind of write about her feelings about like what she's kind of experienced in terms of like they're having these kind of mean girls versions of stuff where you, the whole like you can't sit with us thing that kind of pops up when you're trying to find a group and, you know, people being super, super uh, specific about who they will play with and why they will play with them because of, you know, the different reasons why those particular games are important is most of them are class based and most of them have a whole bunch of like specific roles that you can play um, in those respects. And it makes me think about any of the times that I've experienced uh, using some of these websites and in some of these group finding uh, pieces of tech. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know if you gents have had any chance to use any of that stuff and what your experiences have been. Cause for me, it's been pretty good. Like I've, I've used it mostly on destiny two, destiny one and two, um, using LFG.com and stuff like that to find folks for raids and things like that. But I'm curious, have either one of you actually used any of these services and like, what have, what has it been for you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I use LFG often. Um, I use it for destiny as well. I used it for the division, um, for a lot of the harder content, even though the division match match makes on everything um for like some of the harder incursions which is basically their version of raids i definitely um would lfg for those so you can actually have people you could communicate with over you know voice chat and all that stuff um you know, you know and i've used it for like splatoon 2 as well um yeah i mean i think that when it comes down to it like even if you have a group that you game with which i do they're not always gaming the time that i want to play you know, um, especially given the fact that now that I work for myself, I'm mostly available to play stuff like that in the mornings and afternoons, you know, when when most people are at work, you know. Um, so I use those a lot to get people on that are either home or th that are mostly, you know, in, you know, other countries or so. Right. Because like, you know, in the UK, obviously, it's, you know, about five or six hours ahead of time. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think it's great. I think it's definitely added to the longevity of those games for me. Um, because while I don't think those games need, uh, I don't think you need it to enjoy the game, but if you don't have people that you can actually communicate with and somewhat trust, it does mean that it locks you out of some enjoyment from the game. It's not like a binary thing where like, uh, you need friends or it's bad. But I would definitely say that, you know, if you don't have friends and you play a game like Destiny or or the uh, Division, I would say that you probably get about 85% of the experience, which is great. 
you know, but, um, but, you know, but there's nothing like, you know, clearing really hard content while you're joking about, you know, about like C's new haircut or something, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. So like I, I, I use them all the time. I'm, um, I have not used them for Fallout because I haven't really played a lot of Fallout. I've mostly played it, you know, like where like they just match you into it's like a group. But that's mostly because I haven't taken Fallout seriously, really. It's just like a silly kind of thing. Um, and 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 I, I haven't jumped into Red Dead Online yet. Um, but that's something that I'd probably want to play with uh, friends as well. Um, and, uh, I think it's going to be a big challenge for Anthem, right? I mean, I don't think they've made official announcements as if they're going to match make everything or if they're going to, um, have stuff that you need people in kind of like the, like equivalent of a destiny nightfall or a raid. Um, but you know, those, if, if they don't have in-game LFG, then there's going to be sort of, you know, the same natural communities that built up via destiny and like that kind of stuff over Reddit and on websites and that kind of stuff. So I think it's an, it's, it's an important part of these, like, you know, always connected uh, open world games, um, you know, and my experiences have been, you know, I would say mostly positive, mostly positive. Yeah. What about you, C? Uh, so, yeah, I've used LFG. I'm much like you. I first started using it um, for Destiny um, and it, it definitely was helpful um the last time i've really used it hardcore is anytime i'm i want to play friday the 13th um it it works really well for that um but uh it's not lfg and as you know most people know i play primarily on my xbox um xbox has got its own group finder built into the os to uh to the ui so you can go in for a particular game. And in fact, you don't have to go to the looking for groups tab, even though there is one. If you're in a game already, you can just pull up the guide and pull up the game and search for groups within that within the game itself, um, you know, directly from that menu. So you don't have to look for the specific game. Um, and I think that that group finder is 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 actually uh, it works not not only does it work well, uh, it is actively used um, in, you know, in lots of different games. And and, you know, your your results may vary depending on uh, the type of game and the type of players that you run into. But uh, there are plenty of times, you know, they've got all the filters there. So, if you, you know, you you want to trash talk and you, you want to. Uh, curse or you don't want to use the mic or whatever you know whatever the case may be there are all of those filters that are there and you can match make yourself based on those filters with other people that are out there um but it, it is it is definitely a much easier way to uh find uh like-minded individuals um or or at least like-minded enough that you guys can get through whatever game it is um, around the time, like, you know, like Reese said, if he's playing at, at non-peak hours around the times that, that you're going to be playing, mm. um, and potentially, uh, I know that for a time when I was out of work, I was playing games in the day, in the afternoon. And I wound up, um, 
playing the same games that I had been playing during American peak hours and wound up uh, playing those games with lots of Europeans uh, and and gaining a whole new group of people that I could play with um, before LFG, just because I happened to be playing these same games all the time and uh, wound up, you know, just randomly match made with, with some people that happen to be cool. LFG allows you to, you know, or group finders in general allow you to uh, to do that a, a, a little bit more uh, less or a little bit less organically. Uh, buzzword alert. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of love the, the, the angle that uh, she added to the conversation about, like, how these online services don't necessarily lend to building those relationships it feels like you're kind of shopping for a mercenary when you go on some of these sites and to a certain extent like i don't necessarily know if i want like maybe i'm on team no new friends when it comes yeah, to the right. lfg stuff right what the fuck right. I like want. Yeah. yeah like i need you to do a job yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm like going i'm doing a destiny nightfall i don't say anything i get the loot and i bounce Yo, you bounce? You don't even say anything? I'm I mean, I might do a little emote. I might do a little dance. I'm out. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not always trying to be like, hey, like, like, can I add you to? Right. Uh, great shooting there, Tex. Uh, can I add you to my? Uh... No, like, uh, there, wow. there are... yeah, no. and quit it, Jackson. Yeah, yo, raw dogging it on the nightfall. Wow. <laughs> like, <that's>... Wow. <laughs> That will be on the social media feed next week. Have you had, exp go ahead. No, there have been times where I've, where like people have actually been active on the chat and yeah, and I've added my list and we've played earlier, but I would say that is the, the exception, oh, but, yeah. but that's cause I don't look for it. Like, I think that there's some people that they go on and they're like, Hey, like, so what's going on? Like, it's, oh man, I've been doing this for a while. I'm like, fuck that. Like, I I always filter for like, I don't have a mic, even though I have one. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Yo. My, yeah. The fun, the funny parts about all that anti social Jackson. Yo, anti social Jackson. Uh, the things I always found really interesting is the um the way that you could filter for people, and being a Destiny player just how specific people are on destiny teams about what they need and what they are willing to, to join a team for. I remember way back in the day when it was like, yo, if you don't have an icebreaker, don't roll through to this party. We will boot you out of this yeah. party. If you don't have an icebreaker into this thing. Or remember when galley was the first thing when you had a gallahorn. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, motherfuckers, I haven't had a gallahorn because this shit hasn't dropped for me yet. There's don't no matter. way I'm going to get to any of these raids. There's right. no way. Yeah, it literally don't matter. Um, that that part has been interesting, too, because I feel like that has kind of, especially when it comes to Destiny, has made it this rush to the top thing, right? Like, you already have the people who are trying to min-max everything and trying to get the highest light on day one when the new content drops. But it feels like those folks, especially when they're looking to do raid content, are, like, extra picky because... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is that it is that time sink that you, you don't want to work you don't want to waste your time with. If you go to those LFGs days after a raid launches, they're always like must know the entire raid uh, on those LFG <laughs> right. sites. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's like must know, must have the uh, raid clear emblem already, and uh, it's like god damn. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's 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 rough. Like I I do wish that there was an in between space because I like at this point I'm not really adding new people to my lists. Like I don't, I can't remember the last time I've added someone besides people that have like messaged me specifically about you know stuff about the podcast or when I've been looking for people and I'll go on Twitter and be like, yo, I'm going to start this new game. I'm looking for people to play with and people who are listeners or, you know, followers of me or whatever, or the show are like, yo, I'm totally down to do that. Like those are the only ways I'm really adding people of late. And it sucks because I do like, I I would love to meet new people. It would be cool. Like I kind of like the thing that kind of funny does where they'll have a person in the, right. um, in their section, uh, in their like, uh, uh, community moment the community section of the of the show they'll be like yo this is one person who's in our community who wants other people to play with for this particular thing like help them out like i love that that's pretty cool like i think that mm-hmm. that's dope i just wish that there was a version of that that was not so leave the money on the nightstand like reef got it <laughs> that's right um <laughs> no i th- i i think that's why a lot of these games destiny included are pushing the idea of clans though so that you can have like this large clan that you always have people to to match with and then you might match with somebody cool and be like you, you know like like you join these giant ones like the ign one or the giant bomb mm-hmm. one or whatever you know where obviously you don't know every single person in it but right. i i think that's why they're kind of pushing that a little more um but yeah i'm just like yo that's, i mean i i left some coins on the uh on the dresser yeah, I, I just, I, you know, um, I don't want to be a pimp like Reef, um, but yeah, I just, I, again, I like, I hate to sound like an emerald shill, but I really do appreciate the way that Xbox does it because like, yeah, I do realize that there are the hardcore, hardcores of the, you know, the hardcores of the hardcore in these group finders, but on the Xbox, I can find those groups or I could find a lot of casual groups um, to, to match make with. Uh, I, I used it for sea of thieves a lot of times. So, you know, and uh, it just, you know, it just works really well. Uh, And like, there are a lot of games I probably wouldn't match make for. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to LFG for call of duty, Um, you know, but, but like, that's just not, personality wise those games don't don't rock with me yeah i get that yeah it's, it's I'm, I'm actually i wish that there was a thing like that on on sony side it would be dope i really I, wish I there did. was because I, I i miss that part of the um part of the equation in a real way like i i i definitely want to make new friends and, and meet new people to play with who are fun and chilled out and stuff like that um, but it's not this doesn't seem like the systems are lending themselves to the ability to do that thing and lfg is not the place to do that at all not really right word um we have uh one more story before we hit our what we've been playing segment uh i know that you see have been talking about something that ea has been doing that's pretty cool what's what's the newest uh word on the street ea is giving it all away y'all um word. that's that's what they're doing uh they saw a reef put his money on a nightstand and they they decided to pick that money up and it was like oh yeah you know what we're just gonna uh we're we're giving it all away so um so basically for 130 bucks uh you can get every major ea title that was released on consoles in the last four months 
Um, right now, Battlefield Five released this month, uh, released in November, is thirty bucks on PlayStation and Xbox One. Half price. Half price. Um, and then, uh, then also they've decided to EA or specifically EA Sports has has decided to create a sports bundle. Um, I don't know why it's taken them so long to do this, but they finally have done this, and it and it actually does speak a little to uh, what's happening with sports games. But uh, right now, if you act now, you can get Madden 19, FIFA 19, NBA Live 19. And NHL nineteen for ninety nine ninety nine. And PC? also, also remember though, if you're uh, if you own uh, Xbox One, if you've got EA access on Xbox One, you get ten percent off on all of those prices because they are EA titles. That's pretty dope. I can't. That's like a really good not Black Friday sale. Yeah, I just don't like. Are they? Like, what do you think is spurring such a significant discount? Like, are they really trying to go off of volume or are they really getting so much money off of like EA access or premiere that like they can kind of afford to to take this loss? I'm kind of curious. As a uh, so it is the answer to your questions is yes um, <laughs> to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, they're trying to go off of volume. Because they want to be able to uh, sell to their consu- to sell to their investors sales numbers, um, right? Yes, yes, they're trying to. Uh, yes, they're making so much money off of EA Access and Origin Access, um, and and are also trying to push those services. Right. Um, these subscription services are making them a lot of money, um, and yes. They're trying to also get those games uh, specifically, uh, well, all five of those games, I think, in gamers' hands as for as low as a price point as humanly possible so that the gamers feel like they received a value and are less reticent Ooh, to, to, uh, to, to uh, not buy... Uh, in-game use the in-game currency to use actual money on the in-game currencies so the ultimate teams and all of those sports titles um and and you know the microtransactions although there aren't many there uh, definitely are in in all these games and no in battlefield 5 i'm pretty sure there's a unlock all weapon items like they always have um but yeah, the less Unlock you spend, yeah, the less you spend on the titles themselves, the more uh, the the logic is, the more likely you are to spend uh, within the games. Within the games, the other thing that I think that they're doing is they're trying to get NBA Live into an, as as many homes as they possibly can. Yeah, that's um, true. There's there's no you know there's nobody forcing anybody to actually play the game. But they can sell, say that they sold the game. I agree. And and they, the hope is, you know, somebody is basketballs, you know, playoff time or something like that or whatever, and somebody's got the game. They check it out and they realize that the game's pretty good because the game is pretty good, and they, you know, they rebuild that brand. 
I just want them to embrace this G- Jesus Bynum and make it an actual character <laughs> so that you're actually dribbling with T-Pose and you Bynum and like he has all kind of cool little NBA jam dunks and stuff. Just embrace it. Uh, embrace I, it. I, EA, I big, EA big with Jesus Bynum. So I will one up you on that one, Reef, and say I want Jesus Bynum to just be across every game that EA makes. <laughs> like I just want Jesus Bynum to wind up to show up in like Battlefield in the back somewhere, like right. waiting. Like, an you like you can't shoot him, <laughs> but you can see him with your binoculars on, and he's not—he's he, not dressed in like. Battlefield gear. Lakers he's gear. dressed in oh, Lakers oh, oh, gear. Oh, he's in Lakers. <laughs> he's, Lakers he's just in the in, background, in just like two. T posing like it out. He's underwater in Anthem. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it would be dope. like you fly, like you fly past a huge, like the big uh, 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 statue in Brazil. You just fly right. past a huge binum in Anthem. <laughs> that would be a great collectible. That would be a great uh, collectible, man. In, yeah. In the same way that, you know, when you play Doom and you collect all those little Doom guys uh, yeah. uh, around, you just connect yeah. to Jesus buying them right. uh, collectibles. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully his jersey is made out of canvas, not out of nylon. Ooh, oh, nylon. I want that nylon. That Give was that a canvas. callback. Um, <laughs> but, but, I, but the interesting part about that EA, EA stuff is, like you said, they are trying to put all those kinds of games that are not necessarily getting all the love that they should in people's hands in a, in a pretty... Um, pretty smart way it, it, it has been really good to see ea kind of open that stuff up um in uh, in other ways and i think there's a couple of ea games that we might have all played in our what we've been playing segment um i kind of want to just jump into that before we get up out of here um who wants to go first on what the what they've been playing this week uh don't everyone you, jump yeah, at you once should, yeah you you should you should start all right i'm gonna start uh all right <laughs> I played Jesus Bynum the game. Um, <laughs> the the well, I played a bunch of stuff this week, and there's some stuff that I'm actually really excited to finally get a hands on because I got some codes for some of that stuff. Um, first off, I finished Red Dead Two. Right. Oh wow. my god, I it's I'm in a really weird spot where I want to talk about it and talk about my experiences and my feelings and thoughts, mm-hmm. but I feel like if I do it now we'll be on a three-hour show and i oh no 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 we got to do like Whoa. a spoiler cast or yeah we, we need to do like a full spoiler cast for that so i i feel you like mean, i'm gonna you withhold need to do a full spoiler cast i'm gonna do a, I, i'm going to do a full spoiler cast on it i may even do it in video video format with stuff in it but why don't you uh, dress as a cowboy that'd be cool i don't have any cowboy stuff well you, i mean you 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 get mean, your ass to goodwill you better get you over to goodwill get where am i gonna stuff? get like Cowboy shit. Flannel? Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> um, Mars. Yeah, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just be butt naked. Maybe that'll be my cowboy outfit. Uh, naked cowboy. Oh, yeah, gosh. see, I'll be the naked cowboy. Naked cowboy. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I'm, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, but expect like some, some more uh, uh, thoughts about Red Dead because I have lots of feelings and lots of thoughts about how that game wound up. Um, started to play. I didn't get a chance to play the online stuff yet. I'm going to play some of that after we record tonight. Um, so expect some more of that probably in the, that'll, that'll actually be something that I get talked, that gets talked about. Um, not next week cause I will not be on the show next week. Um, and I'll, you'll hear why in a little bit. Uh, but the show after that, I'll definitely talk about that there. Um, played a little bit more. I went back to dead cells, which was, which was great. Um, cause nice. they had an update. 
Um, and I love that game. That game is fantastic. Uh, I've been playing this AR game called, I'm going to find it on my phone while we talk, yeah, called uh, Scriptum. Okay. Uh, so Scriptum uh, is, if you've ever been to an escape room, mm-hmm. it is a AR version, a digital version of an escape room. Uh, so you basically put your phone in, uh, in, in, in your room. Uh, you hold it in your hand and then you walk into a room and you point at the ground and it spawns a portal and that portal then lets you walk through it in real space. And then you're in the, in the escape room and you have 15 minutes to get out of a digital escape room. Um, it's really, it's a really interesting take on AR tech and, and why you would want to use it. Um, which I found to be fairly interesting in, in the way that that works. Um, a game that I'm going to play. Oh, wait. Oh, I'll go back to that. A game uh, that I did get to play is Battlefield 5. I got to play that the other day. Um, it's weird. I'm not a person who likes to play on mouse and keyboard. And I tried to play on mouse and keyboard. And I'm terrible at mouse and keyboard. It is not a fun time. So I switched over to a goddamn controller. And I was starting to wreck fools with my controller on PC. <laughs> Nice, nice. <laughs> Which felt good, but there's such a weird throw. It's like I really just don't understand the the eye hand coordination stuff that people have when it comes to mouse and keyboard. Like I like y'all are blessed. I don't know you how you do yourself. it. Yeah, you train. You gotta I train. can't like. It, well, I need a new setup because I need I need a, another chair in here. I feel like I was saying this on Twitter. I was like, we need we really need some gaming chair people to come give us a look. Cause my, my body just hurts in the chair that I have right now. <laughs> and it's like, it's not fun to play on PC when you have to like try to fight your arm <laughs> arm working while you're trying to play. Uh, but battlefield five looks great on my machine. Um, it looks fantastic. I'm thinking about trying to get a copy on um, PS4 uh, so I can play it there on the couch as, a pl- as opposed to playing it in, in the, the chair on the PC, even though it looks so good on my PC. I'm so oh, sad. It looks really good. It's so pretty. I, I was watching you stream it uh, a couple of days ago, and I have to concur about, you know, the the story bits that they have done in the game and how good they are. They really do come through in, in, in cool ways. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, I got a download code for a game that I'm super excited about called Grease. G-R-I-S. It's the uh, word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That game yeah. looks fantastic, so I'm waiting. To, yeah, that to, game to, does look cool. That I'm waiting to to play that, and I can't share thoughts until, like, mid-December or early December, um, which is basically a couple of days away, a couple of weeks away. Um, and I bought today the new pokemon game because i wanted to try that out i've never had a i've never played a pokemon game in my life oh wow so this will be my first pokemon game i was watching the the ladies over what's good games play uh watching andrea uh andrea renee play for the first time and she had a blast with her character named poop which was funny as hell (laughs) Uh, so i was like damn i want to name my my character shit face or something else just to keep the vibe going um but yeah, that's it right now. Like, I'll, I'll give some impressions about Pokemon stuff, uh, and definitely give some impressions about um, Greece once I can, uh, and definitely check out and wait for that Red Dead uh, kind of spoiler cast that I'm going to do at some point, really, really soon. Um, so, Reef, what are you up to? What are you playing? Uh, what I'm up to is I finally dipped my toe into the Warframe uh, oh. universe. 
um, since it just launched for the Switch recently. Uh, been playing it in my bed for a little bit every night. You know, like I'll play for like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Pretty cool game. Um, I wasn't ex- I wasn't ready for how fast paced it is. Like it is yeah. a pretty fast game with some really good melee in it. Like I thought it was pretty much going to be just a shooting game, but the melee is actually pretty good. Uh, it's a fun game. Like like so far, I- I'm super early on, and um, I know the game has been out for a couple years. So I'm assuming that the tu- tutorials have been refined because they're really good. I feel like they don't get in the way. Um, like so so yeah, I I feel like that that's a great game, and it's kind of like adjusting me to like what it is and like. You know, just playing a game like that on a small screen is awesome. Like it, it like looks and runs re- re- really well. I believe it was ported um, by Panic Button, like the same group that did like Doom and Wolfenstein too. So like, uh, so like they're able to <coughs> to really get these you know really powerful games actually running on like a Switch. So um, yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, it's it's a fun game, and I do have it on the uh, on the uh, PC. But you know, I've just been playing it in bed, so very very cool there. Um, I've also been continuing with my uh, Red Dead stuff, and as uh, I promised to Ka, I will finish chapter three. Um, you can do it, uh, and then sort of make a decision as to what if I want to finish it immediately or like come back to it. I am going to finish it; it's just a matter of when of when um and i completed hitman 2 oh um, did you nice. or i completed like the main you know like the story obviously it's an ongoing game but um yeah and it was great like the last level was really really good like it took me about like an hour to beat like the first time which was really really cool um and i also you know killed the shit out of out of sean bean you know because he was like <laughs> the uh first exclusive target um and it's like pretty cool because he basically plays like a guy that gets fake assassinated um, <laughs> you know because he always dies in 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 his movies and then you get right. to real assassinate him um but i kind of did it in a really sloppy way but you know the way i play hip hitman is pretty fucking sloppy so um, <laughs> i'm not exactly a master silent assassin when i'm throwing pots at people uh, from, from, from like across the room um but uh yeah yeah so super super fun game i highly highly recommend it to anyone really because i feel like it 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 really can um you know even if you're like a casual player or like a hardcore player i think the like difficulty like the settings are like really really good for like a wide range of uh of uh, people so very happy with it they like continue to like uh, release new new like escalated missions where like you have to kill people with a certain weapon a certain disguise and all that kind of stuff very very fun so like that's taken up the majority of my time um as of late um is hitman so that's what i've been getting into lately so what about you see um so uh yeah i've played a little bit of gta um, I I mean GTA, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Red Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, and uh, but yeah, I haven't played online yet. Um, uh, I've been playing a, a little bit of Madden, so I can't buy the hundred dollar deal. Um, I've got most of those games already, and 
Uh, I've also been playing um, Command and Conquer Rivals on my phone, man. Um, I'm in the championship. I'm at the getting close to the championship level. I'm uh, I'm uh, about 18 levels from the level cap. Wow. Uh, so yeah, Look so I'm you. yeah I'm I'm uh, you know I'm trying to rock out in the game. It's it's really it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, it is you know something you got 20 30 minutes you can play five six games. Um, and, have you uh, uh, gotten any microtransactions in the in the game? Um, uh, yeah, I mean I've gotten s- some milestones, but uh, yeah, I mean the the cool thing again is still I haven't spent any money. Um, okay. I, nice. I, yeah, I easily could. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm doing well enough that I, I haven't had to spend any money and, and I like it that way. That's um, for you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about Red Dead Online, even though I haven't played it. Um, Red Dead's got their own battle royale mode. Yes. Um, and it's, it's called Make It Count. Yes. Uh, and the cool thing about it is so it is it's a BR mode. It's, you know, the world gets smaller you until there's one person left. Uh, but it's only eight players. And it's one hit, one kill. And it's either with bow and arrow or throwing knives. That's it. No weapons. And I love it. I, I love that, that that's what it is. I love that it's very simplistic, um, you know, at least for right now. Um, and and I hope I hope they don't try to make a full on like I hope this isn't like Rockstar's attempt to merge into the into the battle royale space. Um, and that it's just a very simple thing. Like it's a BR game for people who understand what BR games are, but don't want to take them seriously. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's thirty-two players as well. Oh, thirty-two players. 32 my bad. Players. Yeah. But um, yeah, my thing is I haven't seen any maps for this, so I'm like, is this like out in the open plains where there's like it's, just a few there, trees, or is it's it like in, no? It's in the you know I mean? it's in the game. Like it's in the game worlds. No, no, I, I I know it's in the game world. I'm just thinking of when I think of like Red Dead, a lot of it is like ex, like the country is like just expansive terrain. So I feel like if it's if it's just bows and arrows, you obviously got to get pretty close. Right. Um, so I'm really curious to to see how that plays out. Uh, I've watched I've watched a few matches. Uh, and oh, you did. It, it se- yeah, it seems pretty contained. Um, so, you know, it's a section of a portion of a map um, there. You're like in the plains, you're in the forest. Uh, there are trees, there's cover so that it's not like 32 okay. people just kind of standing around and yeah, you're looking just at them, you're just trying to hit them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it does it. It makes sense <laughs> in terms of it being a, a BR uh, game, but. At the same time, it's not trying to be Blackout. It's not trying to be Fortnite or PUBG. It is just, you know, make it count. And yeah, a, a I, nice I, little diversion. I think the only thing that I read about it that was kind of negative is that it's not in its own playlist. So there's like right. one general playlist of, uh, you know, Deathmatch and Co-op and all this other stuff. Yeah. So you have to like wait for it to come up. You know, so you can't just jump into it directly. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think that's where we are right now with the beta. So, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll be fine once once GT uh GT online. <laughs> man, my man is all up in GTA, man. All right, GTA. Yeah. Well, last thing uh before we get up out of here, I uh, wanted to share some some fun news is that I'll be gone next week off the show. I will not be recording with these fine gents because I will be in Los Angeles. Uh, at the Game Awards, I'll be hobnobbing and rubbing elbows with Jeff Keeley and Hip Hop Gamer. Yeah, I'll be saying what's up to all those peoples. They be rubbing mad elbows. Mad elbows. I may spin a belt, possibly. Uh, I may be on a red carpet. That would be dope. Uh, I will have the one suit that I own on. All right. Uh, and then <laughs> and I'll be saying what's up. So you never know. You may see me on TV. Uh, or a Twitch stream or whatever it is because I'm going to try to get in front of a camera even if I just do throw up a black fist somewhere uh, and, and just do it just for the people, for the culture. Uh, and then I, I, Yeah, and then I, I hopefully, interestingly enough, because you know we've talked about the Game Awards before in past years um, and not necessarily in the most glowing of terms but I feel like every time I've been able to go to a place and see it up front or like see it up close um, I've been able to come away with a different um, appreciation for all the work that goes into a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that may be the case when it comes to uh, the spectacle that is the Game Awards uh, for 2018. So uh, definitely be uh, checking out that stuff if you are inclined to do it. I don't know if you boys were thinking about doing a, a stream of it or you know streaming it while talking over it or whatever, but um. If you are recording and doing all that stuff, right. that would be funny. Uh, this would be like, look at that fool over there hanging out. Um, yeah, word. I think that's it for this show. I think that's it for yeah. 260, 265. Yep. And if that's the case, then it's all up to you, C, to drop the social media business. Oh, then I ain't doing it. Uh, social media business is as follow. Check the all your social media platforms for Spawn on Me. We're there. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, the information's right there in the bio. Uh, Spawn on me podcast at gmail.com is the email address. I'll uh, switch it up for you guys. Keep you on your toes. Spawn on dot me is the website. Every Tuesday, the podcast drops. Check your favorite podcatcher. Spawn on me. If it's a place where you can rate and review, please do so. Uh, obviously, subscribe. And of course, tell your friends. Spawn on me podcast uh, on twitch.tv slash spawn on me every Thursday. You can check us out streaming. And if you want to level up your Bracargo-ness, you can drop us as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash spawn on me and gain access to our extra content like the great show spawn on me after dark as well as the game uh best gaming podcast nominated spawn on me podcast uh get your votes in red bull games for us yeah because we're your favorite podcast yeah gta <laughs> online GTA, yep. <laughs> Yep, GTA Online. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week and every week. Uh, we love you all. We'll say peace. peace. peace.